Hello, and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to liveaboard cruising. So Croatia is a wrap. We are sitting at anchor now in Corfu, Greece. And uh, you want to describe a little bit where we're at? Uh, yeah, we're in the small bay just outside the Corfu the city. And... Um, it's um, yeah, it's kind of a, you have a fortress, so it's uh, nice. The bay is mostly grass seaweed, but you have spots of uh, sand, so you have to find those to get a good uh, bite on your anchor. Took us like three tries. Yeah. yeah. Well, we came. It was overcast. It, it was really the end see. of the day. So um, yeah. Um, but it's nice here, and it's Greece, it's, and I'm super stoked because it's been on my bucket list since I was like 18, so we'll see if it lives up to the mental hype that I've been doing over the last however many years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it, it's Greece, uh, officially, we raised the Greek flag, uh, but I was just talking to another boat who's been cruising in Greece for like 10 years. They say, oh, it's not Greece. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is Corfu. This is like, you I have don't to know. Sail the falafels were pretty good, and yeah. so was the baklava. So, anyway, yeah, yeah. but what we want to talk about is we sort of want to do a wrap up summary of Croatia. And we've been sharing a little bit of what we've been doing in Croatia over the last few episodes, um, but wanted to really spend the bulk of the time talking about our experience there, what we liked, what we, you know, preferred, um, and a little bit of summary of of just what it's like in general so people can have a good expectation when they come. Mm -hmm. Um, So you want to just kind of set the context a little bit? Yeah. Uh, Obviously, um, we're going to share our experience based on the fact that we stayed one month, which... 35 days. Oh, okay. A month plus. Yeah. Um, So there is only so much that you can discover um, Mm -hmm. from a country by staying so little. Um... Also, there was us getting back into the groove. We talked about this in a previous podcast. So that was, right. uh, you know, starting again to uh, the cruising season. Um, we also had to take care of some logistical stuff with uh, my sister coming on board. We. Um, so it was a visit. It was fun. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. No, I'm just saying like you, it dictates. You have a calendar. You have a calendar yeah. and dictates where you're going because yeah. you have to meet up and you have to drop off. Uh, so that plays a and role. Get a PCR test and catch a ferry and yeah, all that. All stuff. that, yeah. We had to meet with meet with Nick because we decided to take two days mm-hmm. to do a little bit of a practice for anchoring, docking, so forth, especially short ties. Um, watermaker. Yeah, we had an issue with about. the watermaker, so that also dictated where we would need to go. Uh, so we're going to give some some impressions we got, but take this based within, on all that. Yeah. yeah in context based on our own experience right so it's not like the experience of if you're going to come and charter a boat for a week or two it's not someone's experience who's spent their entire season in croatia it's just Mm. our 35 days yeah yeah so um and the other thing is we were early also in the the season. season so that was the month of may 
so that's important because the you know the weather, the water, the temperature. It sounds is like different. we're setting it up to like bag the whole country or <laughs> yeah. something. It's, that's not it. We're just and trying to like set. Content. On the other side, it's also still COVID type season, yeah. so probably less less traffic, mm-hmm. less uh, charter at the time. So given all that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll give our impressions. So we really loved certain places, you know, like we, we had a a great experience in Havar, um, but I think it was based on where we were anchored, what we got to do when we were there. We went on a bike ride over the ridge and then visited the town of Havar and, and that was nice, but it was also the experience with the local people. Yeah. That's always going to be like special because we ended up it's it's the unplanned stuff yeah we typically want to anchor in remote places and because we, it was coming late into the day and the bays are in the area where we wanted to anchor was like grass uh, then we ended up taking a mowing ball mm-hmm. and and that dictated the experience where we, were we had right where because then you went, have to eat at the restaurant like yeah. that's how it that's and, how it is in croatia just as a whole it's sort of um I'm not saying every single place, but most places with mooring balls are they're set down by people who want you to go to their establishment. Mm-hmm. And that sort of dictates what you do depending on where you need to be or can be um, based on the wind or the weather uh, and that sort of thing. So that has a lot to do with what your experience is going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. And we ended up being the only customers that night. That's right. Except the owner and, and her, her family. family, yeah. So suddenly they've been singing since they were kids. Their sister was there and I guess her nephew. And mm-hmm. so we could all hear singing, singing in the <laughs> restaurant. Sitting outside. Yeah. yeah. And it was great. So that was cool. And then she had time to spend with us and tell her story. Mm-hmm. So that was really nice. So and they were singing like a cappella. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, they were just like singing. And all together. Yeah. And so it was a random yeah. song. They and, were actually very good. Yeah. And the scenery was beautiful, yeah. the restaurant. So, so yeah, those little places, um, in this mm-hmm. case, that was totally unplanned, and then and then discovering the island yeah, by bike. We, I think we we truly enjoy having our, our bikes because mm-hmm. that that opens up, you know, kind of uh, visiting more options, uh, yeah, yeah, more options, visiting little things a little further, mm-hmm. or not having to move the boat, but then just go to visit some other places. Mm-hmm. We also liked Vis. Um, it was it was a beautiful small. Uh, place we stayed on not in Visvis they call it, mm. um, but on the other side, the southern part. What's Visby. it called? Kamisha. Kamisha, yeah. And um, this little fishing town. And then we met friends there, um, mm-hmm. other friends that were um, chartering for a week a boat with their family. So we met up with them. We've got the water taxi in the background. And um, so we met up with them, which was cool. But we we rented a scooter and we you know went all the way around. So that was super fun because that was outside of the ordinary. You know, we yeah. And for that something. island, um, that's what it you looks do. Small, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's still a pretty, pretty large big. island. And, and instead of going around to go to Vis, it was great to figure out that well, Vis was maybe a little kind of too popular or too touristy this face was this yeah the, the town of this on the island of this yeah kind of that's confusing. where it got like really yachty you know and again that's that's our personal preference mm. and not everybody you know there's a bunch of people that like doing that but mm. um they again they were kind of stacking the boats next to each other on the 
on the plus it was like i think they call it charter week where uh, students i guess they group students from different nationalities the college the college kids basically sign up for this yacht week and they buy a cabin but they don't know what boat they're going to be on so they do they're going to be right so they do like a grand mashup and then people end up meeting people so it it sounds like a lot of fun if you're a college student for sure so when we saw that we're like oh Mm -hmm. mm, no and 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 it's pretty large (laughs) yeah uh we like the the little bays the little cities and so we were happy and and that was not a island where you can easily bike right it was pretty high yeah there's no biking that island um the other little spot we liked where we spent five days was that i don't even know where it was what um was this was it cpan where was it where we uh tied up to shore for the first time and we had two lines and we stayed there for like five days it was this little inlet there were no mooring balls there was nothing um there was a little teeny tiny dock um, that you could sort of enter from the road and your dinghy of course but um, we tied up there was no one around um, and we sort of had the whole place to ourselves and then we stayed there for five days until we finally needed hot water because it got a little chilly and we had to start um, going up um, to you know uh, go forward with our plans and then we ended up um, what island was this Oh yeah, Luca Drevnik Veli. Yeah, some just a little spot there, and uh, yeah, there weren't that many boats. I mean, yeah, in general, at the time we were there, it was more windy the further west you were going. That's right, um, and obviously less boats, or mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because you have to commit to go further west and mm-hmm. potentially have more wind. Um, this one was still fairly close to split. So mm-hmm. during the weekend, we got more of the uh, weekenders and um, and maybe more first stop or last stop for charter boats. Um, so I think in general, we've enjoyed maybe the islands further to the west. With uh, fewer people. Yeah, a little bit more natural. Scenery. Yeah, and so the the basic deal is so i've i've explained some places we like and then we're going to talk about ones we really really liked but um the i the thing to keep in mind is the charter boats and where they're gonna go like they're gonna want to hit the high point so they're gonna want to go to havar they're gonna want to go to v's and we weren't there during peak season we were there still on shoulder season Mm -hmm. so we don't even really know what that is going to be like but there are definitely spots where the charter boats kind of know to go. Mm-hmm. And if the boat's being captained, um, like if you if you get a charter boat with a captain, um, they also have relationships with people on the ground. And who knows, maybe arrangements, like make sure they come here to the restaurant or whatever. Our friends that did the charter boat, you know, they ate on the restaurants half the time and then they ate on the boat half the time. And it's definitely, you know, you get a sense that the captains kind of have their places that they're going to be. Um, So, you know, I guess they leave on what? Most of them leave on Saturday. The bear boats leave on Saturday. And then the... Well, in the case of if you had a captain based on our friends, they boarded the boat on a Friday afternoon Mm -hmm. and they left the dock at 4 Mm -hmm. p.m. For for people who charter... um, you typically board the boat on Saturday, you spend Saturday night at the dock, and then you leave Sunday morning. And then you come back. So some people, I guess, want to come back Friday night at the marina 
or stay close on an island close to the marina on Friday night to have one more night on anchor, and then Saturday morning they uh, right. they, they like get up early. So you have to be thinking about, about this that, yeah. to know that you know at those times what like, you're in for. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously their first trip from Split or Dubrovnik or wherever you're chartering from. Is going to be closer to to land, right? Yeah, so of doing the charters all leave from Split and Dubrovnik for the most part, and so anything nearby there, either you know during the weekend or before, right before the weekend, anything close kind of gets busy. Yeah. And we were right in the thick of things because we were in Split because that just turned out to be the time that we were kind of done meeting with Nick, and then um, for the lessons. And then we were also meeting our friend there who was getting on the boat. Mm -hmm. So we were in sort of that mess a little bit for that part. But we, we kind of knew that that was the way we were going to be. Mm -hmm. But what we absolutely fell in love with were the national parks. Mm -hmm. So um, what was your favorite? Uh, probably Miette. Yeah, me Yeah, too. because the anchorage is, is just surrounded. <laughs> you, you're like in an arena. And then the entrance is like, Amazing because yeah. you're between two not cliffs, but you know, yeah, you have a sh very narrow entrance, and then you it's basically a corridor, mm -hmm. <laughs> and you keep going through this. It's like corridor. a grand entry when yeah. you come, and come then in. you come to the bay, and and the bay is like super easy to anchor, it's like 10 to 14, 15 meters. Mm -hmm. You can basically drop your anchor in. So, we're talking specifically about Luca Paulus. Yeah, on the northern side. On the northern side. And um, we actually went there twice. Mm -hmm. um, we went there the first time, is where your sister met us. Mm. And um, then the second time, we were meeting with some other friends, um, Sailing Mimpy, who we met in Puerto Montenegro. And then they were coming up. Um, to Croatia from from Montenegro, and they it's just sort of where we where we met up halfway, and we were looking for another little place to anchor along the coast there, and the wind wasn't right, we couldn't find a spot for, so we're like, you're gonna want to go there anyway, so mm. we'll just go. Um, yeah, it's beautiful, and you can like rent bikes, and um, again, they have like a, a lake inside. You take a little ferry. I think we mentioned this in a previous yeah. podcast, and there's a monastery and. The bike ride's cool. There's a bunch of places to discover. There's little beaches. There's little. There's tons of hikes. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to go on hikes, um, there, there we're, ne we're near an airport too. So that's what that is. Um, so yeah. now the the drawback is, and it's a good drawback. I mean, you you're paying a fee to stay in the national park for the boat, and if you go visit some places, you'll pay uh, something else. The what to know is that starting June first the prices like double yeah <laughs> so um yeah so the first time we went it was 300 kuna 300 kuna for it, what was it three nights or four nights yeah they, they seem to be very very flexible right i think part of it my guess is there are not that many boats they probably want the boats to stay a few days as opposed to just to help the restaurants too, in case yeah, in the stores. So and I think stuff. they are probably know each other, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, we'll only come one night, and then we won't come back to your boat." So basically, like stay here a few more days, and that was the same. And they remembered us, and that they're, was the yeah. same on the, the second time. But the price had doubled. Right, it and was six hundred. So they seem to be Kuna. flexible about that, at least in the low season. Yeah. The and other national park we did was Lastovo, and also further west. Um, 
uh, yeah, that was also, you know, I mean, it was, it's, we like it's remote. It's more deserted, yeah. you know. You don't On feel the other like side, you're in. You see little restaurants and they're empty, mm, which, yeah. you know, you don't want many people, but you want a little vibe. Too. Yeah, that's and the... so I mean, if we have to choose between the two, we'll take deserted. <laughs> but but you want that little vibe where mm-hmm. people are at restaurants. You might meet people, and it kind of feels weird when you're just walking. Yeah, again, by. I think it had to do with the the time of year and and the you know being in the shoulder season, but also coming out of COVID. Yeah. And, you know, like just little things like um, the little gelato shops were all closed, you know, mm-hmm. like they're just it just wasn't yet. And, and it was cold, cooler right yeah. there in Croatia. And usually. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, those are kind of just our impressions in terms of the destinations um, in terms of the water. I think you mentioned um, it's deep. So it's very deep, yeah. which is good because you're not going to run aground. <laughs> uh, it's very well, deep. unless you hit the shore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the rocks. <laughs> it's very deep, even close to the shore. Mm-hmm. So typically, like you can come really close to the shore, and you're going to have still three, four meter depth. So, so that's that's a good thing and a bad thing. The good thing is you can come close to the shore, and you're going to typically have to short. You have to short tie you know, doing that. Drop yeah. your anchor maybe in twenty meters, and and then you know uh, yeah. do the process of tying up to rocks and trees on the shore mm-hmm. so it's it's just a process to get used to but mm-hmm. that's that's one thing so now the drawback of being deep i know when we take pictures and you know you take the picture of the shore and with the sun and then it's like the color is beautiful mm-hmm. but around you the water is darker mm-hmm. because it's deeper uh, so you don't have that feeling of being in light blue floating you think of the med you're just not thinking that (laughs) a little bit yeah Yeah. so you have a little bit of ah man like yeah Yeah. i wish it was a little more shallow and and it was the water was still cold also yeah because of early in the season so based on somebody we know who's originally from croatia it's like the earliest he will go is like june (laughs) right and um and we knew that going in so and it you know we why do we go there so early when it was cold is because we're trying to prioritize greece and turkey um, you know, this year. I yeah. mean, Croatia was definitely a destination and it was a priority, but we knew given the time we were going, it was just going to be cooler. Yeah, um, because we want to really spend time in Greece and Turkey and decide at the end of this season what we're going to do next. Right. Like spend more time in Greece and Turkey that people we've met will like end up spending years. Right. Or, you know, so we'll decide. So so anyway, that's what we decided to prioritize for, for this season. Yeah. So yeah, so the water... Um, deeper, colder this time of yeah. the year, and then requires short ties. But Let's uh, talk a little bit more about the, the sea life, too. Um, we When we met up with our friends um, on Sailing Mimpy, Stephen is a, like, expert technical diver. Mm-hmm. So he, he, like, he's done, like, crazy diving. So we were like, oh, cool, maybe he can, like, give us a refresher and help us set up our equipment because we have all this dive equipment, we have the compressor and everything, but we never put it all together, really, you know? Yeah, still had tags on everything. So, yeah, we spent time, he spent time with us, you know, doing all that. That was super fun and so helpful and useful Mm. information. Um, And 
you know, what we saw underneath, I guess, is, and we were in Miet when we kind of were just, park. and we were just testing everything. We weren't doing a dive, right? Yeah. So, so this is all with a grain of salt. And we didn't sign up for a dive. They do big dive boats out of Vis, even. Mm. Um, but from what we hear from everybody, it's not really the place to dive. Like you know, and it seems to be true in general for the men. Yeah, that's what we've heard too. Yeah, like, you know the, the the number of fish and we stuff. We see and... a lot of small fish. Yeah, um, we've seen maybe in the last month, you know, dolphin sightings twice, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, but it's not, it's not like full of life, you know, like when we came through some other spots uh, last season, it was like, oh my God, there's so many fish or, mm-hmm. you know, look at all these tuna, you know, this pot of dolphins. It just wasn't, yeah. you didn't have that. Now that we've kind of like set that up and we'll hopefully do some dives and, yeah. and maybe like sign up for some like popular dives yeah but i'm sure there are some areas like they were i mean in um on, on this island in Comisha, they were like at least two or three fairly big size catamarans taking people to yeah uh, out in some you yeah know, some exactly. caves or some you know blue hole or whatever so so well, they call it blue caves and green caves the yeah. way the lights and you know we we saw, sort of looked at the pictures doing that, but it looked a little bit like a tourist trap. There's like a lot of people. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be like you jump off your boat. No, like, you have to yeah. like take take yeah. their dinghy yeah. in and so, all that we'll stuff. We'll see. We'll discover more. Yeah. Um, the food. You took a well, I can talk. Yeah. Being, being vegan, um, they have... That's the ice maker. We have the ice maker set up. It's making (laughs) ice. We're like so excited about it. Um, The the food, yeah, if you're like vegan or vegetarian, basically you're going to choose between vegetarian risotto, vegetarian pizza, grilled vegetable. With oil. With With a a lot of oil. With a lot of oil. Uh, the Balkan diet's very heavy in, in meats, and um, the desserts are, are good, but they're really sweet. Um, what else? I mean, it was similar in Montenegro, right? Like, I carry around a little pouch of chili peppers and put it on everything <laughs> to try mm-hmm. to give it some flavor. Um, it wasn't to my taste. Um, the, they're, they're known for their seafood, and there were a couple places where I cheat with fit fish i cheat with fish mm-hmm. um that were good the mussels were good you know the shrimp was good there was another place where i ordered shrimp but it was literally a plate two pounds of shrimp yeah w- with like the shells on and everything and it's just like there's no way i can and enjoy it there was just so much else, of it right. and nothing else like that was the plate yeah um which is which is fine it's just you know yeah not not to my taste mm-hmm. um but that there were some places um that when we went out to dinner with um, Steve and Kim, they ordered this fish platter, which is for two people. For two that people, was it was like, huge, and yeah. it had everything, and they really enjoyed it. So if you love, but the fish, restaurant was good. Yeah, yeah, the restaurant was good, and I think that's the thing is you have to really pick a good restaurant because mm-hmm. not all of them look the same as mm-hmm. that either. So yeah, um, so the, the food. sailing, the sailing. So there's a lot of islands. Um, so. Right. So it depends. I mean, it's it's just like anything when you're cruising. Yeah? If you do highland or hopping, um, you know, you decide to go from here to here. Um, if the winds are great, you might put the Genoa just to help yourself a little bit. Maybe motor sail or maybe just sail. 
you know, um, it's it's unpredictable though. A lot yeah, of the winds. But if you if you just want to do sailing, it's fairly flat water mm-hmm. everywhere, um, and with a nice breeze, uh, it's like northwest, southeast, and that's pretty much what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can definitely like if you just want to be spending most of your day sailing. Uh, you, it's it's just fantastic water. Yeah, you're it's in definitely flat water more awesome. or less, and then you have a nice gentle breeze. Uh, except one day we had like 25 knots or something. So, but otherwise, if you just want to do a highland island hopping, then you end up not doing much sailing because you're like you trying know, to get to work. Your goal is to go there early like it enough, didn't seem find like a place the, to anchor. And, the um, charter boats were sailing much. It seemed like they were mostly motoring. I think there's a mix. You see some people um, who, yeah, I've seen quite a few boats. I mean, they're like just sailing and then they find at the end of the day, like, you know, I mean, it's it's depends on the people. Yeah, Some people mm-hmm. are just happy to just, you know, if you're going to grab a mooring ball at the end of the day, yeah, you typically don't have to worry much. Mm-hmm. You, you'll find a more, especially at the time of the season. Mm-hmm. So you can be sailing most of the day and, and, and find a mooring ball. If you want to anchor, well... Uh, you got to kind of get there early. It mm-hmm. seemed even for even in the season we were in, some of the places where we were thinking, okay, this will be a really good anchorage. We showed up and we couldn't, you know, do what we wanted to do. Yeah. So definitely leaving early and getting there early is is the key there. Mm-hmm. But um, so the bay next to Split. Uh, oh yeah, that was big awesome. Big body of water and you just drop flat the anchor, water. And take the so, dinghy in. Yeah. yeah, that was great. You can and really do like a lot of fun sailing. Yeah. So so yeah, it, it depends. Um, Definitely, yeah. For yeah. sailing, I think it's it's uh, it's nice when you have just like flat yeah. water and wind. Yeah. yeah. Um, Croatia is super popular. I guess it's the number one most popular spot to um, charter a boat mm-hmm. these days. That's what they say, and I can definitely see why. It is very beautiful, um, and the people are amazing mm. uh, for sure. I mean, everybody's super friendly. Everybody we met was awesome, except the one guy who was trying to get us to drop our line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is my land. Drop your line. No, we're not dropping our Everybody line. Everybody speaks English. Everybody speaks English. Super nice. Um, so that was really, really great. But it wasn't cheap, right? Like, yeah. you know, um, the the good places we went, you know, you pay for in the national parks. Um, the places you moor that are popular, you pay for the restaurant. Um, if you're going on the Riva, you're basically paying for a marina. So mm. it's not a just drop the anchor for free kind of a place, mostly, right? Except for Split, where we were. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, our reference is one Montenegro. It's very yeah. cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, it's It was still the low season. So I'm sure, like we said, the national parks doubled their prices mm-hmm. beginning of June. So there might be other things. But... Or what we hear about Greece. I was just talking to this other couple. They say you go into marinas. They they might come one day to pay. F- you pay for something. They might not even come mm-hmm. the other day. Many marinas, it's free, so they eat out every night. And yeah. they say it's cheap to eat out, like because it doesn't make sense to cook on board because it's so cheap to. to well, that's eat. the thing is is uh, in Croatia the dinners even you know we don't order wine mm-hmm. right because we just don't drink normally. And um, we don't order big meat or fish entrees mostly, yeah. right? So we're ordering salads and, you know, maybe some a couple appetizers or a side, you know, or the res- dessert. E- dessert. You, yeah, I right. dessert. <laughs> you have dessert. <laughs> um, How much will you say on average? On average, I would say it was still like 80 U.S. dollars, 
you know. So, yeah, I mean, it it definitely, you know, definitely was more expensive than I would have thought. With appetizer meal and and dessert. Yeah, Yeah. like, you know, even the light day we had at that one restaurant was still like 50 bucks. So, and you know, if you grab their morning bowls, I mean, they know they it's, yeah, I mean, the morning bowl is free, but exactly, you know, you eat there, and the ambiance is great. It's a, it's like, it's like nice restaurant there. I mean, it's fine dining, except everybody's wearing shorts and t shirts. So, as a reference, this couple was saying, I mean, they seem to like they call them taverna, I don't know, like small local taverns, yeah, I don't know if like here in Greece, they were saying like it's 25 euro, yeah, uh, for two people, yeah. So, yeah, not you don't go there to spend, you know, if well, you Well, I mean, if people want to go to yeah, I mean, my point is 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 just know know that that's going to be in your budget. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you like fine dining and you want to seek out the nice restaurants, there are some and the food's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's also expensive. Mm-hmm. Um and even the groceries, you know, I noticed when I got here to when we got here to to Greece even and we were just buying regular things like tomatoes right here downtown in in mm-hmm. Corfu, right? I'm thinking, oh, these tomatoes are going to be, you know, like the the fresh produce, right? And we walked out of the store. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's like half of what we would have spent in Croatia for the same mm. items. So uh, it's just a different, you know, it's just different. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and apparently here, as well as Croatia, um, I think we have a marriage people, marriage when, they, when there's a record. wedding, like they do a honking <laughs> parade or something. So that's what that is. Um, yeah, so any any other thoughts or insights on... Uh, old cities? Oh, yeah. Dubrovnik was awesome. Yeah. I mean, that was... And even Split was really, really cool. Especially if people have watched Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, and then we walked around the wall of the, the yeah. old city. Yeah, and no one was there, so the pictures were great. Pictures were great. On the other side, you feel like it's kind of weird a little bit. Because it's, uh, it's deserted, yeah. But... You know, it's like everything. I mean, it's and also at the time we we're there, like those old cities probably have a vibe during the summer. Yeah, with, um, you know, Split had more of a vibe. Like there were definitely more people, yeah. and there were a ton of, um, uh, I don't know, young young adults. You know, out mm-hmm. hanging out, and like all the bars were closed. So what they would do is they would go to this local shop and they would buy like one beer each, and they would go across the street and sit outside in like this park reva pier. place like, like a pier i guess yeah. and all hang out and talk and smoke cigarettes and drink their one beer and then when their one beer was done they march back over they exchange their bottle and they get a new bottle of beer and hang yeah. out so i mean that looked really cool yeah i and think it might have been a consequence of covid yeah yeah you know, the bars and restaurants i guess were closed because everybody has to eat outside that yeah was people thing. figured out it's like hey not only it's cheap yeah <laughs> at this little beer store doesn't have seating area so the guys just, killing it yeah, like making oh, a killing there's a line outside between <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah so and 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 it was fun because that pier was kind of in the dark at night but you have groups of people. I mean, it was like it was how many really people? Cool. Like probably two hundred yeah. people just right there. And so that was the most people we have seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think since since the COVID, yeah. you know, in general. So we were we were kind of we were like, wow, there's a lot of people walking around downtown split. Yeah, you know. And also part of our context, we're talking about Dubrovnik split and in between, but we didn't sail further north right. than split. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot more right. you know to see further north many more islands right and we hear that it's like 
even more beautiful yeah. potentially. Yeah. Um, so. And you know, all the little all the little towns um, can sort of all start to look the same after a while, especially mm-hmm. if you've if you've been to Dubrovnik and Split. They all have their little spin on the same thing. Um, so you know, I think there are things to explore, and every town has its thing. Um, we were in Cortula. Uh, Corcula, depending on how you pronounce it, which is the home of, you know, Marco Polo, they say. And there was all kinds of stuff, you know, around Marco Polo and stuff. So that was kind of cool. So every every little island has its own little spin. Vis had a lot of, um, and Havar too, I guess, a lot of wineries, Mm -hmm. you know, and we were kind of doing the bikes and the scooters and going by winery after winery. I'm sure, like, wine tasting would be fun for people. And we talked to a local person, uh, the the person renting the the mopeds, like the, Mm -hmm. the, how do you call this? The scooters. Scooters. And so I say, oh, like, how many people live on the island during the winter? I think she said 800. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't very many. And I say, oh, so people, like, go somewhere, like, nice and warm. And she says, no, people stay on the island. And they say, she said they usually have another job. And so they they might have, like, uh, wineries or they might have something else. Restaurant owner. Yeah. So, yeah, they seem to just hang out and be happy with living a quiet life. Mm -hmm. Until the craziness of the next season happens. Yeah. So I I really liked Croatia. Um, you know, I only have it to things I can compare to. Like, so for example, if you've gone to the BVIs, for instance, it's definitely, um, you know, I, I would put it, I would put Croatia above the BVIs um, for sure. I think the natural beauty is also amazing. The mountains in the background, mm-hmm. um, but definitely, you know, Dubrovnik is something to see for sure. I, we, again, we really enjoyed Split, the the vibe going on, um, and then just looking for those little desolate anchorages where you could kind of feel like you were in nature and mm-hmm. and um, you know surrounded by nature, and you can really really you know appreciate that. That was, I think, you know, our best experiences. Mm-hmm. So, anything else you want to bring no, up? No, I think uh, we've covered Croatia? quite a few things. Yeah. yeah. Again, I mean, we have our own context. We have, you know, we were limited by the where we were. Were, you know, like Stefan said, we didn't go um, more north than Split. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to post. We're tracking our trip on an app called polar steps and um, I think I can embed the map into our blog on sailingalwin.com and so I'm going to try to do that if you're interested in where we went and I'm sure there's places um, you guys would recommend that we completely missed Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we'll have to get them next time and so you know if you'd like to drop us a note and respond that'd be awesome too Um, and there's also pictures hopefully you'll be able to access those and, and just see where we were and what we did and uh, as always, you know, if you if you if you like the podcast, we'd love if you could give us a rating um, it just because it helps find other people that might be interested based on other podcasts they follow. And uh, also drop us a note if you have any topics you want us to cover, because otherwise we're going to be talking about Greece yeah. from here from here on out for the next three months. Or destinations. In so Greece. now, <laughs> yeah. then basically, in Corfu, we're going to go south slowly. The current canal is closed, um, so we everybody has to go south around the Peloponnese. 
So as you we go south, um, yeah, if you think of There's places, any destinations, yeah, yeah I mean uh, we're we're sort of open. We're living day by day on the destination thing. Pretty so. much, yeah. We we don't have a yeah, set. For now, yeah. we're here in Corfu, and we'll probably leave on Tuesday after a little weather system goes through and. We're just going to sail further south to a nice little bay, Sandy Beach. I'm kind of looking forward to, uh, yeah, yeah, to have a little bit. Like well, it's been warmer beaches. here. We've been swimming. Yeah, uh, the water's and, warmer. And those people next to us—they've been here three weeks, and they said uh, in three weeks the temperature has gone up drastically mm. for the water. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, looking forward to warmer water, clearer water, <laughs> sand, <laughs> and kind of you know, yeah, yeah. and then get to some, yeah little music greek music and uh, the greek food so far for vegetarians it's vegan. pretty good it's yeah. many more options yeah it's very good so yeah yeah excited cool. about the next uh, three months for greece yeah all right okay thanks for listening and until next time bon bon. thank you for listening if you like this podcast please subscribe like or share with another covert castaway fair winds for now <laughs>